Good morning and welcome to this edition of Book Talk, brought to you by the Bookshelf in downtown Batesville. And uh, we are joined at this time by Mary. Good morning, Mary. Good good morning. Hey, Dad, I'll call you back, okay? Okay. (laughs) Sorry about about that. Hi, and Chris is with us, too. Good morning, Chris. Yay! And and there for a while, Dad was, too. Um, (laughs) (laughs) It's it's all good. Sounds like it's been interesting. Oh, yeah, always. It was a 6 o'clock in the morning, my furnace is out call. So, um, got to keep got to keep my 90-year-old mother warm so oh, no. <laughs> anyway it's it's a good day the sun's shining it is cold out there though man it is it is cold so i was outside i fed the cats and about froze stuff off but it's all good it's a good day to read a book lots it's of good, good days to read books inside. here yeah yes definitely definitely but you can come out quick enough you know, to come to the bookshelf so and pick something out, you know, if you don't have something already, um, we we can do our, our list today. Um, again, like last week, not a whole lot of changes, but um, there are a few now on there um, coming in. But we'll start out with our indie bestseller hardcover fiction list. Um, oh, yes, because I haven't even had a chance to look at it yet. There, oh, oh there okay. Well, okay. <laughs> I was going to say then. You'll, you'll be hearing along with everybody else, but now you got it in front of you. So, Okay, yeah, so you yeah. see there's not a lot of stars on there. Did, um, I didn't expect it to be? No. Not really? No. But that's okay. I mean, because there's still a lot of good books out there. Um, but number one, not surprising, Amanda Gorman, Call Us What We Carry, and this is a book of poetry. Um, she did, last January, she did the... Um, for the uh, inauguration, she did the poem for that. Amazing young woman, and uh, she she's good. So if you enjoy yeah. poems, yes, it, it is a lovely book. Yes, it is. Uh, number two, I'm going to try and say this correctly. It's Anthony Doerr with Cloud Cuckoo Land. I don't know why I can't say that, but uh, <laughs> science fiction, science fiction there, and it's it's up to number two. So. It's a good time for science fiction. The Lincoln Highway, number three, Amar Told. The Sentence, Louise Erdrich. And number five, Sally Rooney with Beautiful World, Where Are You? So those have all been kind of shuffling around um, yep. the past mm-hmm. month or so. So um, in the nonfiction, number one, Atlas of the Heart, Mapping Meaningful Connection in the Language of Human Experience. Of course, that's Brene Brown. Number two, the 1619 Project, a new origin story, Nicole Hannah-Jones. Crying in H-Mart, a memoir, Michelle Bonner. These Precious Days, Essays, Ann Patchett. And The Dawn of Everything, a new history of humanity. That's David Graber. And um, let's see, there are, there are actually a couple stars on the list of debuts here. Number 12, and this has been on other lists, so this isn't brand new, but this has made it into our our Midwest list here. Um, Atomic Habits, an easy and proven way to build good habits and break bad ones. James Clear. This probably is excellent for this time of the year. People are looking at things and going, oh, we need to make some changes. 
the beginning of the year, mm-hmm. so <laughs> this good would be what's that? <laughs> well, you know, good intentions. Well, you know what they I, say about good I, intentions. I but agree one hundred percent. But you know, I, you know, and some people actually take the bull by the horns, and you know, and get something done. But um, so you know, if you're feeling a little extra need a little extra push, this would probably be a good one to be reading right now. Uh, number 15, again, this is one we've talked about for a while. Couldn't get it for a while, but it's it's back on the list. And that's and what I doable. find so interesting, that this book is, is all of a sudden debuting on this list when it's been out of stock since uh, long before Christmas. So, um, yeah. I, yeah, so I have to, I have to check and see if uh, if there's any more that have kind of come in. Well, then the, the book we are referring to is The Real Anthony Fauci, Bill Gates, Big Pharma, and the Global War on Democracy and Public Health. And, of course, that's Robert F. Kennedy Jr. Um, so, yeah, it's, you know, it's it's in and out, and I don't know if, if Skyhorse didn't figure on printing many or just, but... Skyhorse on our list a lot, um, but no, he, but, uh, but but they're a very reputable publisher. So you know, I uh, I have no a problem with that book. <laughs> Hang on just a second. Can you can you go on to the paperback fiction? I will go on with the paperback. Um, Thank you. The indie bestseller paperback of uh, the Song of Achilles yeah. by Madeline Miller is number one. <laughs> The Seven Husbands of Hugh Evelyn Hugo by Taylor Jenkins Reid is back up there. Circe by Madeline Miller uh, is it coming in at number three. It Ends With Us, Pauline Hoover, doing very well. Um, it's been on the bestseller list forever. Uh, and Anxious People by Frederick Bachman is at number five. Um Let's see, are there any debuts? No, not so much. And so going over to nonfiction, The Body Keeps Score by Bessel van der Kolk. Um, now that's a, a switch from last week. All About Love, New Visions by Bell Hooks. Writing Sweetgrass by Robin Wall Kimmerer. Now she's been hanging in at uh, number one for, oh, I don't know, about um, six months, but she's fallen down to number three. Entangled Life, how, this is Mary's favorite, How Fungi Make Our World, Change Our Minds, Jake or Fusers, by Merlin Shelley. So that's number four. Ooh, are we all here? Yep, we're here. Cat? Okay. Well, she's not here, Mary's not here, but uh, we'll get her back on. She, yeah, she's trying to get back in. Number five is Sapiens. Mary, you back? Okay. Yes, I am. Okay, so <laughs> Sorry about that. I, I'm right here at, at number five on the nonfiction, and that's Sapiens, A Brief History of Humankind by Yogi uh-huh. Noah Mari. Um, All right. So we have down here so, in mass. I'm going to go uh, finish this page on mass market. Uh, we okay. have, I love it, Dune is by uh, Frank Herbert and Doing Messiah is by Frank Herbert and uh, Robert Jordan's The Eye of the World and of course that's uh, on um, Amazon that series, Robert Jordan's series uh, 1984 
George Orwell, and The Name of the Wind by Patrick Rothfuss are the top five in the mass market. So, Mary, I'm going to hand this right back over to you for the children's early and middle grade readers. Okay. Uh, one one comment about the mass market. You notice how many of the rest of those are all science fiction, <clears throat> which yep. is interesting out of, the, out of ten. It's a lot of science uh-huh. fiction. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, well. Children's. Go on. I mean, it's it's very popular, and it was it, we sold a lot of science fiction at Christmas time this year, so it's it's kind of coming back for sure. Oh yeah. Well, I I think it's it's escapism where we're ready just mm-hmm. to kind of get away from everything, <laughs> at least in yeah. our in our stories. So, Pretty much absolutely. Um, okay, in the children's early and middle grade readers, Rick Riordan is at number one with Daughter of the Deep. Friends Forever, Shannon Hale, number two. The Beatrice Prophecy, Kate DiCamillo. Stunt Boy, In the Meantime, Jason Reynolds. And The Christmas Pig, still in the top five. Of course, that's J.K. Rowling. There is a debut on the list at number 13, and this doesn't surprise me because I think a lot of kids got stuff for Christmas. This is Minecraft, Guide to Combat. And um, so I'm sure there's a lot of new little Minecraft things out there for the kids. Oh, there's a lot of Minecraft players for sure. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yep. I know a couple of my grandsons, excuse me, are are into that. So, Young Adult. This is a brand new one on the list, debuting. Uh, Becky Abertali with Here to Us. That's number one. They Both Die at the End, Adam Silver. One of Us is Lying, Karen McManus. Iron Widow, uh, Zeron J. Zoll. Yeah. And you'll be the you'll be the death of me, Karen McManus. So another no other debuts on that list, but one debuted at number one, so that's pretty impressive. In the children's illustrated change things, the children's anthem, Amanda Gorman. And of course Lauren Long is the illustrator in that one. So you got two really good minds working on that one. Aaron Slater illustrator, Andrea Beatty. The Snowy Day, Ezra Jack Keats is up to number three. Woodland Dance, Sandra Boynton. And Goodnight Moon, round out the top five. Of course, that's Margaret Weiss Brown. Number eight is a debut, and it's Stacey Abrams. Stacey's Extraordinary Words is debuting, and it looks like the only star on our list today. In the children's series, Diary of a Wimpy Kid, Jeff Kinney. Wings of Fire, T. Sutherland. And there is a new one in that group, and it's The Brightest Night, and that's in the Wings of Fire graphic novel series. That's number five. Cat Kid Comic Club, Dave Pilkey, and Harry Potter, J.K. Rowling. So they all they all kind of dance around each other all the time, but those are the top five yes, they do. this past week. So, okay. We have our USA Today best-selling book. On the list? Yep. We do have our bestsellers. Let's see. Let's get back over here real quick so I can figure out what it was doing. All right. Um, USA Today, I love this. Uh, at number one is It Ends With Us by Colleen Hoover, who has been, this is really a word of mouth, hand sell <laughs> bestseller. It's just yep. done so well. Um 
Ryle Kincaid's relationship with Lily becomes complicated when a man from her past shows up. And she does have a new one coming out next um, month. And, you know, a lot of these things that they're coming out with Colleen, she self-publishes now pretty much. And oh. um, these, these are not real new books. They're, they're um, books that have been out for a while. And, that you know, they're, they're, the public just can't get enough of Colleen Hoover right now. She's just that popular. Um, debuting in number two is the graphic novel, The Brightest Night, that we just talked about on our list. Um, and this is um, the, the fifth book. Now, this book has been out for quite some time. Um, in a regular novel form, but it is now available in the graphic, and those have been very popular also. Oh, yeah. For Julie uh, Sutherland has done real well with with the um, that series. Uh, Atomic Habits by James Clear has come up the flagpole a little more. It came from 7 to 3. An easy and proven way to build good habits and break bad ones. So there you go. Uh, debuting at number four is uh, The Comfortable Kitchen, 105 laid-back, healthy, and wholesome recipes. And this is done by William Morrow, so it's got to be a good one. I'm not familiar with Alex, so we'll have to take a peek at him and check him out. Actually, I think it's a her. Is it? I think Alex Snodgrass is a woman, at least according to the uh, cover that it shows. Oh, okay. Yeah, I don't have the cover working for work. I'm oh, okay. Um, okay. Okay, so I'm guessing that uh, she's probably on the Food Network or one of those one of those uh, uh, channels that um, that promote that because I'm new to me. Yeah, I'm Alex Snodgrass. Um, next in line on number five is the Real Anthony Fauci by Robert F. Kennedy Jr. We talked about that ad nauseum. Um, <laughs> number six, Atlas of the Harp by Renee Brown. It slid down a little bit, but it's still doing well. Coming up from twenty-nine, uh, from number twenty-nine is Verity by Colleen Hoover, um, and this really is uh, interesting. And we've got this on order. So hopefully, we'll have it in by the end of the week. A struggling writer is hired to complete the works of a permanently injured author. But, of course, it's Colleen Hoover. So there's going to be some, <laughs> there's, there's going to be some uh, little twists and turns in this. And I know that <clears throat> this book does come with a um, be careful who you sell it to um, um, byline. So uh, this oh. is probably going to be a little hot, I'm guessing. Mm. Um, debuting at number eight is Annihilation Road by Christine Sheehan. Uh, this is her little paperback series that she's doing real well with. Um, after she takes his life, Savin the Savage, Pajari, <laughs> can get Sachelle Dubois out of his head. There you go. <laughs> well, with a name like that, who could? I know. Where did they come up with you? <laughs> I don't know. Honestly. Oh, we had too much fun. Um, and number nine is The Seven Husbands of Evelyn uh, Hugo. And, of course, that's Taylor Um And that's also been doing very well, popping up from 16 to 9. Criminal Mischief by Stuart Woods. 
just when he's looking for downtime, a new case lands in Stone Barrington's lap. This is the 60th in this series. Mm-hmm. Um, wow. <clears throat> yep, Stuart, that, that Stone, he's just a busy boy. And uh, so <laughs> yeah. he's back with us debuting at number 10. Uh, the, love, the Love Hypothesis is back up from number 32. Uh, a, a fake romance gets real between two scientists. And this, actually, this book was uh, highlighted, oh, I think it was maybe in September, as one of the best new um, rom-coms, kind of a uh, romantic comedy book for the season. So, um, it's ha- it, once again, I you know, when, when they come up like this from... Uh, d- down below, uh, it's definitely a hand cell. It's definitely um, uh, uh, people are recommending it to each other. Yep, word of mouth, yep. you're on it. So, um, it's, it's doing real well. The Lincoln Highway by Amor Tov. This is on, I don't know, how many lists at the end of the year as the best book. Uh, I think we made a list of those, so we maybe could, if we have time, we'll chit-chat about some of that. The Judges List by John Grisham is still in the top 20. The Song of Achilles by Madeline Miller, which has been writing the Midwest for, I don't know, since the summer, uh, is up from 28 at number 14. Wish You Were Here by Jody Picoult. A woman's life is upended when a virus breaks out. And so we talked about this before, that she had actually written this book prior to the COVID, um, but it certainly is timely right now. And, and you know, Jody Picola is just such a wonderful writer. I haven't had a chance to read that. I, I probably should because I, I need something to read if I can just stay awake long enough to read it. Um, <laughs> she She's so good at, at um, everything she does. I mean, and she does so many different yeah. things. Right, and, that's and, what's and really you know, she's one of those amazing. authors that <clears throat> that uh, someone will come in and say, "I just read uh, Jody Picoult. Give give me one like hers." And it's like, "Okay, which one did you read?" Because <laughs> exactly, you know, they're not. She doesn't write in in a in a in a complimentary fashion. She writes about so many different things and in so many different ways. But she still exactly. is a wordsmith. She's so good at what she does. Um, the Dark Hours by Michael Conley. Um, is, this is the 23rd in the Harry Bosch season, and uh, I believe this is probably coming out in the paperback why this is hitting, at, hitting us at number 16. Matt Haig's The Midnight Library is still uh, flipping back and forth, went from um, 18 back up to 17 this time. Cat Kids Comic Club. It's finally a kid's book. <laughs> Dave Silky. We love this one. Um, they Both Die at the End is by Adam Silvera. This is another one that did well over the uh, summer and the fall, and it's back up at 19. Um, this is a YA young adult youth novel, but once again, it's a 9 to 99. So it's, I think that it's being driven by all manners of readers. The last thing he told me by Laura Dave, up from 26, um, also did very well. And um, it's back in the top 20. So those are those are uh, USA Today's and um, uh, they, 
I think they're showing the things that were sold at Christmas time. Um, let's go see what we've got coming out this week. There's not a whole lot of uh, on sale this week. Let's see. Um, Dave Ramsey has a new one. Now, he hasn't had a new book out oh. for quite some time. And uh, this is called Baby Steps Millionaires, How Ordinary People Build Extraordinary Wealth and How You yeah. Can Do. And, yes, so um, we'll be getting that one in. Um, I hopefully, let's see, it looks like now. Oh, yeah, this is a... Um, this is an IPS, so it might take us a little bit longer to pull this in, but we will be getting this. So if anybody wants a copy of this, just give us a call. We'll put it back for you. Um, Al Sharpton has a new book out, Righteous Troublemakers. Oh, well, he's actually, I guess he's talking about himself. I, I guess. I mean, <laughs> um, uh, let's see. Jason Reynolds has a new book out, Ain't Burned All Bright. Uh, Diane Chamberlain, she's one of your favorites, isn't she? Um, I've I've read her. I, it's been a while since I've read her. Yeah, but well, yes, she's I think it's good. been a while since we've had one. No, well, that would make sense. On, yes, Last House on the Street is a, is a new book that's coming out this week. So uh, Gary Paulson has one, The North Wind. Um, I don't know if this is. Um, um, one that, uh, let's see, that has come out. In the, in the works before he passed yeah, away? Yeah, I think maybe? it might have been in the works. Um, but it's all about the Pacific Coast and, you know, really, uh, you know, he, he, once again, he's, he's so good. And, um, they've got lots and lots of them on order, but it looks like, um, there aren't too many available. But we'll see what we can do about getting that back in. Um, so those those are a few from um, that are coming out. There's not not a whole lot. There's only about 180 that are coming out this month. Um, Jill Shalvis has one. She's got a, a romance coming out. The family you make. I know lots lots of ladies that are following Jill, but um, there aren't many. Um, Oh, Jefferson Parker has one, The Thousand Steps. That sounds kind of interesting. So we've got uh, something to work with on here. Uh, let's just real quick, do we have time? Sure. Let's go see what's coming out next week, if we've got anything. Um, and we can see whether, ah, there it is. That's, you know, uh, Colleen Hoover has a new one that's coming out next week. It's called Reminders of Him. And it sounds, you know, real twisty and turny. Sounds like it's good. <laughs> um, Lisa Gardner has a new one also, One Step Too Far. Let's see. There's like 378 coming out next week. A Jacqueline Machard. Oh, wow. We haven't had anything from her in a long time. The good son. No. Ace Atkins is doing a new Spencer for Hire. Robert Parker's oh. Bye Bye Baby. Uh, Jane Ann Krentz has a new one. Okay, so you can see this is it's toward the end of January, and they're starting to bring out a bunch of newer uh, new books. Um, Zora Neale Hurston has one. Uh, I think this is, uh, I think I believe I re remember hearing something buzz about that that it was due out, that she hasn't done anything for uh, so long. Of course, 
she is the author of Their Eyes Were Watching God and was a, a huge bestseller um, back in the day. Um, let's see. So it looks like there's going to be Gordon Corman has a new one for the kids. Um, lots, of, lots of stuff coming out next week. Awesome. Um, of course, a lot, a lot of authors we haven't heard from in a while, too, so that's good. Right. Yes, and it, you know, it could be that they were just, you know, not so much working during COVID or you yeah. thought they were, but, you know, not maybe not. We just we didn't hear from them. Um, it is the end of the year, so lists are starting to come out. And um, we've got, uh, let's see, Lincoln Highway is on every list so far that I have seen. <laughs> um, and also Crying in H Mart. It's on our list, and this is a memoir. It's doing very well. Uh, Jean uh, Carlips' book, The Plot, has done very well. It had lots of buzz starting out, and it's doing well as usual. Um, this was one that I wasn't real familiar with, How the World, How the World is Past. It's a reckoning with the history of slavery across America by Clint Smith. And it's on hmm. uh, at least four lists that I've been, you know, kind of waiting through. Uh, Kristen Hanna's book, The Four Winds, is uh, in, in this particular top ten. Uh, the Empire of Pain, The Secret History of the Sackler Dynasty. Patrick Keith uh, has done that one. Um, Harlem Shuffle by Colton Whitehead. No surprises there. Um, he's on the short list for the book of the year. The Great Circle by Maggie Shepstead is doing is considered, you know, one of the must reads for the year of twenty twenty one. Project Hail Mary by Amy Weir, and I think, you know, that's already starting to be made into a movie. Um oh, yeah. did the Martian. Yeah, did real well. And Clara and the Sun by Kazuo Ishigura is on absolutely every list. And this is the one where Clara is the little robot that has um, artificial intelligence. So, and, and you know, how, how does that, you know, what happens there? Which that's been done on, on a number of things. A couple of movies, I think, um, uh, that uh, Steven Spielberg did one like that. So, oh, there's yeah. lots of stuff out there. It's a great time to come in and... Uh, use those gift certificates. Uh, you can still get 20% off if you. we gave you a, a coupon with your um, gift certificate. So you've got until the end of the month to use that. And your money goes that much further. Um, and we're looking forward to seeing everybody come in and see us. Definitely. All right, and with that, uh, our time is up. Uh, and uh, your location, uh, hours, and phone number, please. Okay, we are at the corner of North Walnut and Bollinger in beautiful downtown Batesville. And we are there from uh, 11 to 5, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, possibly 11 to 2, uh, depending on Chris's schedule. And um, we are, our phone number is 812-934-5800. So give us a call check to see what we got or just come on in and, and uh, spend some time and next week for another edition of Book Talk brought to you by The Bookshelf 